and uh, realized that I'm not, they're not only did the theme song for the movie I was in in the 80s, but I'm in their trailer for the advertisement of the movie, which was also advertising the song Moment of Truth. And Welcome to One More Thing. Before you go, welcome to this bonus episode, a throwback Thursday, so to speak, where I want to talk about some of the past episodes that we've done. Can I give you some clips, a little enticement to go back and look at some and listen to some that you haven't heard and explore or re-explore some of my favorite episodes. In this episode, we're going to talk about that thing about a passion for music. It's episode 18, where we talk to Jeffrey Bryan. He's a composer, a musician, a band member of the iconic 80s band Survivor. You're familiar with it, the one that sang Eye of the Tiger. I know that you know that song. He was also an actor in a couple of movies that you really would recognize from back in the 80s. So if you haven't listened to it, in the first place, please go back and check it out. It's Jeffrey Bryan's That Thing About a Passion for Music. On a side note, I know that you were expecting another episode in a trilogy of the Angels and Demons that we had done previously and had done quite some time ago. Due to some unforeseen circumstances, we were unable to do that. So I hope you enjoy our little conversation here and our Throwback Thursday. I really had a lot of fun, and it was great to meet Jeffrey Bryan and his wife, April. First approached me with uh, the fact that uh, Jeff had been in an 80s movie that we would all recognize, uh, The Karate Kid. And he had a part in there. It was a small part, but it was still a part. And I was really interested in finding out more about uh, what it was like to be on that set and to meet some of the other actors, such as um, Ralph Macchio and um, Pat Morita. And uh, we had a really great conversation, actually learned some pretty cool things. And um, he kind of enjoyed what he was doing on that set in the glamour of Hollywood. We found out throughout the conversation had taken him away from his passion with music. My interest in the beginning was to kind of understand why he became an actor, how he became an actor and what it was like to be on that set of the iconic Karate Kid. I was particularly interested in Pat Morita and what he was like on set. Listen to this clip real quick, and he'll tell you a little bit about Pat Morita from Happy Days and The Karate Kid. I I have fond memories of him on set. Uh, I think everybody does. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, he's gone. I I mean it. He's he's really, he was a sweetheart of a guy. And that's probably why he had a little bit of trouble getting the role in the first place, because they were, well, will he have the depth that it needs? But apparently he does. He does. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I followed Pat Morita in his career. I really liked him even after that in some of the things oh. that he had been in. And un, it's unfortunate um, that he, we've lost him and the reasons that we yeah. lost him. Yeah. You know, but that's very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. We also learned what it's like to be a boy of 11 years old who has musical aspirations that were sparked and his devotion to creating music continued through his teenage years in spite of the glamour of Hollywood and the glitz that it kind of offered him. Uh, He had acted in another movie, their hot moves as well, but his passion was still with music. So his father used to take him around and play some of the clubs and the locales on Sunset Strip. So we talk a little bit more about that and um, how he worked his way back to writing music and playing stuff like the Roxy and Whiskey A Go-Go and the Viper Room and more. So obviously you sang, uh, we talked about this, you singing on the Merv Griffin show. 
So you produced music for local shows and, and so forth. At what point in your life did you start producing music? Well, I've been producing music from the very beginning. I mean, I was always writing and, you know, try my, my, my main objective early on and still is, is singer songwriter. You know, uh, I've always been extremely fascinated with the craft of songwriting and, and recording um, and creating. So, you know, singing was a means to, uh, I mean, singing is more of a performing kind of thing, but it, but it, but I got into songwriting at a very early age to support my singing and kind of got hooked on that. So I've been producing music forever. I mean, I've always considered myself a producer in that sense. I was really intrigued by the fact that he actually had been writing music since he was 11 years old. It kind of blew me away that somebody at that age would be able to um, actually create music that was be able to be form, performed in front of uh, the public. His father used to take him around to some of the local hangout joints and the local bars and things like that. And he'd have to go in and with his father and then they'd sign him in and then he'd have to leave with his father. But we talk about that a little bit more too. So his journey after he left movies, we kind of expand upon that a little bit. And that's where he actually stayed somewhat within the entertainment industry. And he started writing for um, other te television shows, probably popular television shows that you may recognize. Uh, we talk about how he got into that work and then how he unfortunately got out of that work. Yeah, I was very, it was very disappointing to me because again, just like the acting, I, I at that time I was only 21, 21 maybe. It's like, yeah, I don't even want to tell you what year that was. Probably 21. And publishing was still kind of a vague thing for me. I wasn't sure what it was exactly. Um, I was just learning. And then when I got into that and I realized that's that's the business. We talk about his journey about uh, having to leave that part of the business behind. And he went back to what he loves the most. Again, his music and creating music. He started his own bands. And then eventually he got some communication. So you're with Survivor right now. But you said you also are with some other groups. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll kind of get into that here in a few minutes. But sure. have you guys considered doing something similar to what um, I think Garth Brooks did it? And I don't think we like the drive in theater stuff. Yeah. And so I don't want to give too much away because I want you to go back and listen to the episode. I think you'll really enjoy it. It was a long conversation, but it is an interesting and intriguing conversation to show a journey of an 11 year old from music into the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, back to music, and then being a member of an iconic band as well as his own. It's a really great conversation. I think you should listen to it. So that's all for this quick episode. Um, it's just a quick throwback Thursday, discuss a little bit about some of my favorite episodes. I'm going to think I'm going to keep doing it. If you guys like it, let me know. Subscribe to it, download it comment on it send me an email uh, to before you go podcast at gmail.com and let me know what your thoughts are if you want more detail on these episodes or whether or not you want a review on these episodes or whether or not they're beneficial to you i really appreciate you listening and subscribing have a great day have a great week and thanks for listening mm -hmm.